Well, wow, do we have a cracker for our viewers and listeners today. Yenzi, I'm going to give you a little quiz. Our guest today is the current world record holder for the hour, for the individual pursuit, for the team pursuit. He's reigning Olympic champion in the team pursuit. He's also won countless time trials, including and, and also six world titles so far. But probably more interesting than all that, or combined with all that, he's actually won a mountain stage in the Giro d'Italia. Do you have any guess who this could be? Well, if we do not have a combination of three or four guests at the same time for us, if you insist on only one person achieved all that, then I guess it has to be Italian superstar Filippo Ganna. Ding, ding, ding. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Folks, this is a great one. We got Top Ghana on today on Bobby and Jens. Okay, Filippo Ghana, welcome to Bobby and Jens. Hello, hello everyone. Well, you know, judging by that background of yours, um, it looks quite familiar to the many, 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 many hotel rooms that that we were at. So you're not at home. You're getting ready for a race that starts tomorrow. So first of all, thank you for that. But yeah, tell our guests, our, our listeners and our viewers where you're at right now. Yeah, I think we have a really special life. So sometimes when the people ask me where you live, uh, it's hard to say. So I live in the hotel. So every time you change, uh, one week ago, I went on door now here in Balloni because tomorrow starts the the property race, uh, we come back in the race uh, after uh, the national. So I'm really happy now. So I can see my shape if, if it's good or not. We have the words in uh, not a lot of time. So three weeks here we have uh, the words in the track and uh, also in the TT. And then uh, we see. Uh, but uh, obviously, it's a really intensive uh, time of the year. So. We hope uh, can be fine, uh, and then uh, we will see. So after the national championships, which happened before the Tour de France and until now, you spent all this time in training camps or you had a little bit of time at home as well? I do, I think, four days, five days with the parents, and then I immediately leave with the Gene Andorra after... Uh, the first two blocks is joined the group, also the other uh, riders. And uh, yeah, we spend a good time. Sometimes uh, it's nice also spend with time with uh, your teammate, uh, like a family, you know, and uh, it's nice also to see the, the boys out of the competition, you know, also in the free time, like like now. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, really busy life, but in the end, uh, the years when you look her back, you can say, okay, I, sp- I never spend the time just in uh, one serial seat to look at the movie or in the bed to look at the movie, but uh, around the world uh, with the good guys. And, and we know that the Giro was on your program and the tour wasn't this year, but what is it like watching the Tour de France on TV as an active rider yourself? Uh, to be honest, uh, 
normally I don't look the galleries. So also the Giro is the only one I see because uh, after uh, come back at home for the COVID, uh, abandoned the, the 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 race uh, with my teammate where uh, we started the travel together. So it's been a little bit complicated, but. Uh, I try to support to see him uh, in the race, and after that, uh, normally I don't, I don't, I don't see too much the the race. Either. I don't like if I don't ride, I, I don't like see the race. But uh, obviously here when uh, when we when we are uh, with the with the other guys, maybe they turn on the TV or in the different application uh, the the streaming, and uh, yeah, we can uh, we can see. Uh, also today, just to see the race, I suffering a lot for for rider. <laughs> um, that would have been my question. Now you still inside the peloton? For me, I commentate for this on German Eurosport. I feel this is the hardest Tour de France for the last ten years. What is your expression, and what what do your teammates say? They are in the Tour de France right now. I can say last year when I do the tour, uh, I suffering a lot. So, is uh, is one of the worst race I do for the painful in the legs. So, amazing race for the people, amazing race for the organization. So, amazing, but it's really hard race. So, uh, I remember every days I'm in the gruppetto with uh, Luke. Uh, and every time I say, Rory, how much do we And he say, ah, people, one hour, and you don't, finally. <laughs> because it's exactly the softest uh, race. So, but yeah, it's, it's also this year, I think nobody take the hands in the pocket, no? It's like uh, say everyone go for gas. So it's really, it's really hard. Also, the GC, we see a big gap, and uh, yeah. I think in the end, uh, uh, it's one of the faster. Yeah, no, it's been amazing. But, you know, we recently saw Jonas Venigo win the time trial, maybe even the most dominant win in a time trial in the Tour de France ever. Did you watch that stage at least, the time trial? They see just uh, the last uh, two Ks. Because uh, I'm in the truck to do the efforts, and uh, between the different efforts, sometimes watch the race for uh, two minutes, ten minutes, and then pump again to finish the other efforts. So it's a uh, it's quite solid rider. So uh, I think uh, I've do an amazing performance. Uh, nothing to say. Also in the flat, uh, I've do an amazing. Performance to see also Congo, the other pitchers for the time trial. So he's arrived uh, behind him. So, chapeau. And um, for you now, your next big ob big object is going to be the world championships, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe um, um, tell us what disciplines you're going to participate in. And then maybe you, yeah, first that. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, this year. For the program is a little bit uh, easy, so also complicated. Uh, if you are a rider, you wanna participate in different type of discipline, like uh, in the track or in the road, is quite difficult because, uh, for example, the two we have three days in uh, in the track, uh, 
immediately after if you want to go for the road race uh, is after one day so it's a little bit complicated for sure i try to do the team pursuit in the track and then uh, the time trial so it's the only one chance i have it for uh try to do what i like to do and and how do you plan for multi-discipline events in the world championship you know, you're doing the altitude camp, then you're doing a race in Belgium right now, and then you do, I would assume, getting together on with your, your track teammates and then focusing on, on the individual time trial as well. How do you how do you juggle all that? I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know for for doing it is really really complicated. So uh I do like uh the person normal person going in the bar to order one coffee or one cappuccino so now you after many years you do it you 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 can find the the balance for do it no and uh i know for myself for example after 60 or 20 days in uh in altitude where you do a low intensity long general ride where the day but the use more fat than uh, the energy they should talk after that, I, I know I need to come back in the track for give her the, what is, like, uh, power. no, not the power, it's like, yeah. uh, for, for clean the engine, you know, sometimes it's like uh, in the Vespa when there's a lot of tire you don't turn on and then I do the white fog and, uh, you need oh, it, uh, they blow out the pipes, blow out mm-hmm. the pipes. I don't know. You <laughs> know. <laughs> <laughs> You speak such good English, but you know we're trying to improve your vocabulary. Yeah, you got to blow out the pipes. You know, just, okay, uh, okay, yes, yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and uh, yeah. I, after that, uh, I know I needed uh, one race for uh, the the speed of the race, uh, and then uh, I hope to arrive uh, really well in the in the world. But I don't know. I don't have the crystal bubble so i can say i can see inside for a very deep uh, future can you um tell us a little bit about the specific training for the team's pursuit i remember one day the um, australians told me they would for example do 10 times one kilometer like from the top of the track and then speed down on the straights full gas 10 times one kilometer full gas all four of them what type of training you guys do to prepare for the world championships how many efforts how long are these efforts uh, for example, for me, it's a little bit different because uh, I don't do just a track. So my teammate, uh, they do more track than road race. So uh, for us, we spend more uh, more time in the in the track with the specific efforts like a talk, like a, a stand start. What is the name when you started to the block and uh, something like that? But when I arrive and when I join, uh, I need to uh, concentrate more in two days because I have just two days for training the track and uh, it's really intensive day. So normally we use a big ear for simulate the efforts and then we try with the training and making the race for uh, simulate the start and maybe the work to fly. So depends uh, also to the efforts to the day before or also the block of the effort to like being the altitude uh, the month before 
Man, you you just must be like plug and play. I mean, we've seen you second in Milan San Remo. We've seen you second in the overall classification in stage races down in Argentina. Individual pursuit, team pursuit. Obviously, you're a, a time trial specialist. Are you a numbers guy? Are you looking at numbers or are you just like, hey, coach, put me in. Tell me what to do and and I'll do it. Or are you very calculating? Depends on the race. For example, when I feel really well and uh, I have the feeling to have the next, doesn't matter. You can say the number, but uh, I, I listen just my legs, my feeling. When, uh, like in... Uh, uh, Belgium, the world's in the Belgium in my second uh, jersey. Uh, I'm joining the race where I'm not, I don't feel really well. After the European in Trento, I'm a little bit disappointed from my performance. I don't feel really well. So I say, okay, now I need a coded play for uh, arriving the race for knowing my number. And we speak with the team, or we speak with uh, Tony, my coach. He said, okay, for we, you need to do, I don't remember, 420, 430, I don't remember. And uh, I say, okay, I need to try to be focused for do it. After the first 10 days, when I'm feeling good, when I see the numbers, when uh, all is perfect, correct, and right, so I say, yeah, maybe I can do it. And yeah, in this race, I follow too much the, the numbers. In the other race, uh, I just push because uh doesn't matter the number. <laughs> and now when you do the world championships in the team's pursuit, um do does Italy as a country need to qualify for next year's Olympics or you are already qualified or you need certain places, points, or how is that gonna work that you're gonna go to next year's Olympics? Yeah, we need to participate in every event for uh for the qualification because uh is I I don't know really what the rulers, but uh, if you win the Olympics, you gone you don't go in the next one because you have win the years before. So uh, you need every time persevere in the race to the point and uh, try to qualification the team in, in this uh, discipline. Two of you, two out of the three of us, have held the world record in the hour, the hour record, and we had. You're one of the technical guys on Ineos Grenadiers, Dan Bingham, on the podcast last year. And then he goes and he sets the world hour record. And you were, we were like, wait a second, is this like a test run for Filippo? Is Filippo at all nervous? Because like, could you imagine, I couldn't imagine having a, coach or technical assistant i'm not sure of his 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 role in the team exactly but did that with dan beating the record did that give you confidence or did it make you nervous i think is the last of my fear of my thing so is i never i never think is a problem for me in that so it's really we are really we can say free also, so uh, we work together, but also in the in this camp in Andorra, we work together for the team pursuit. Uh, 
and first team position for the TTT about the uh, Vuelta. And uh, yeah, it's quite nice because uh, we start uh, with the clear idea. So, you know, exactly where we go for uh, for, for this race because uh, before I never do it, I try just one time for one hour and one time for 30 minutes and just in the race I do probably the hour and uh, yeah, maybe now or some me too, I can say, okay, this is the proper efforts like this to, to until this point uh, you need to push like this or every moment is better, push a little bit more or a little bit less. So now I have exactly the idea for the efforts I needed for arrival to improve the meters uh, to the hour. But with that now, uh, don't have to give me any problem. Also, I think it's it's nice uh, one guys like this can uh, help one team like us for uh, arrive a big result. Um, just uh, because I'm curious, what gears do you use? What chain ring and what sprocket do you use in the hour record? And what will you use for the team's pursuit in the coming world championships? I mean, team's pursuit, in order to do a three minute 50, you got to have a 65 chain ring in front of 62, no? Uh, about my hour record, uh, I don't remember, maybe. 65, I don't know, I don't remember, I, you know, the first part, uh, I have 90, 92 RPM, but I don't know exactly the gear, I know for sure behind is uh, around uh, the 13, then in the front I don't remember, but in the team pursuit I think it's the, it's the same as uh, 62, so 63, depends uh, also to the condition the barrel drum. Okay, well, now I have to ask you because last October you did 56.792 kilometers in one hour. And for our listeners over here in the U.S., that's 35.289 miles for an hour. For an hour. Can you go faster? Do you want to go faster? Is that something that you want to try again and really just blow out of the water? Before going to retard, maybe yes, but uh, this year no, the next one no, so <laughs> we will see because uh, it's it's really fucking hard, so sorry, but uh, it's, really, it's really hard, so well, the last 15 minutes, uh, I hope every single moment to crash or to punch or to stop uh, or finish the race because uh, you are at the limit with the body, with the position, with the muscle, so is not too much the power or the the efforts in the legs but uh, is the problem when you can change the chairing so it's like uh, if you have just one chairing and you need to continue just with that you can't change it so this is the really problem because sometimes it's uh, too hard sometimes it's, uh, you have a lot of cadence sometimes it's uh, too low so so really shit. <laughs> yes, it is. It's one of the hardest events, right? Yep. When yeah. I did yeah. Mine, when I did mine in the last five minutes when I knew I had it, and I maybe would have a puncture, 
I would never try again. I would go, nah, nah, nah. I, I don't want to do this again. I, well, you I retired the next day, Yenzi. So. I know. <laughs> but I still would never want to do that again. I was in so much pain everywhere. My elbows, my shoulders, my neck from holding this tight position. The place I sit on was just really in pain. It, it was just just everything. But back to you, uh, Filippo. So if you say not in the next one or two years, another hour record, what would be your dream result in the next one or two years? Maybe winning Mila Sanremo, Perry Roubaix, or something at the Olympics. If you could choose, what would you choose for your favorite result? Yeah, I, I really strange rider because uh, I don't do the long plane. I do just a uh, short, uh, but uh, with the special dream, no. Like like now, for sure, I want to come back with the rainbow jersey in my shirt for the TT. For sure, uh, I want to arrive in the Vuelta and try to have the red jersey in my shoulder for the first day. Then uh, I know 100% I need it work for my teammate because it's really hard the Vuelta every single stage. I live in the half of hill or in up of the mountain, so I need it arrive with a great condition. And for the next year, we will see. Maybe try again for the Salerno for sure, for the Roubaix for sure, but we are the Olympics. And I think the Olympics is the, the most important ever for the, the athletes. No? I think uh, try to win again the team pursuit for myself. For example, try to win the trial was also the road race. So, I have a lot of the my career is uh, I think is a long again long so it's not finished now in the next two years so I wanna try to to write a little part of history so I'm gonna try and I try to do it well. You know what's what's amazing to to me watching you um, time trials you're a thing of beauty like perfection um, on the track same thing. But going uphill, I mean, you're an 80-plus kilogram rider. You're, what, 193 meters tall. I mean, you could play basketball. Um, and, and maybe maybe it's much easier. <laughs> maybe also the salary is better, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, with your schedule, it may be easy because those guys get the whole summer off, you know, and then just get to play, a, you know, the same game over and over and over again. But for you to be able to climb, learn how to climb, want to climb, be competitive against other GC guys that are, gosh, 20 kilos lighter than you, maybe. What what have you worked on there to improve your climbing? And do you enjoy climbing and being up in the front on those mountain stage? I don't like to do the climb. For, 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 sure, for sure, I don't like to do the climb, but uh, I try to crack the other uh, the other rider no when I maybe look around and see me and say what the fuck it's not possible and they say hey ciao mate <laughs> here so so that's also the head uh, you need it uh, for uh, for right well so but yeah is for me it's not easy and uh, I prefer the flat but uh, where I can do well uh, I try to do also like in the Sarremo is the Poggio is not uh, super hard, but after 290k, also the little hill uh, is, uh, is 
it's dangerous for the for the final day race, no? We'll be back after this short break. Now back to our chat with Filippo. So when um, you won the World Championships or Olympics in Teams Pursuit, and then you come home, and the week after you have to race against, let's say, Jonathan Milan, how does that feel? I mean, you win the biggest dream ever together. You win, you became Olympic champion. you like brothers. And then one week after you go, uh, no, I, I don't like you anymore. I have to race against you. H how do you deal with that? Uh, for, for myself, for example, I don't know if uh, I have a lot of, uh, like, content. What is the name? When with a lot of fight uh, in the in the bunch with the rider. So a lot of, more than 99% of the time, if I see the moment to fight, I say, no, guys, it's not the moment, please. We speak maybe, finish the race or something like that. Uh, if you want to pass, pass. It's not a problem. So I think uh, I prefer uh, save my life than uh, try to die for the position between uh, the climb to the finish line. So uh, in the end, also with the, the guys of Team Cool Suite, uh, we are really friendly. So... Obviously, when we see, maybe we try to take more uh, attention to be careful. Like, uh, I don't know if it's your brother now. Is uh, you can't uh, close like aggressive. Uh, yeah, you you uh, give a little more space. You you open up a little yeah, bit more. Maybe. Yeah, with uh, without without take a risk. So I think it's normal now. Then sometimes uh, you are really fresh to think of that sometimes you are a little bit more dying and you think it's just a survival. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me that you don't get in many fights in the Peloton because most of the guys are probably having to look up at you and <laughs> you could just squash them with with one hand. But your your teammate Jonathan your your track teammate Jonathan Milan had an amazing Giro this year, winning stages and really having um a coming out party to say. How how did you feel about that? Because that must have been pretty cool. What, like you said, you described him as a brother, and as a family member, you always want to see your family members succeed. But what was that like for you, seeing Jonathan come out in the in the Giro, at winning stages in in sprints? Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's like uh, you know where you see the your teammate grow up uh, and uh, arrive to the success. So he's is nice, no, and also is. I think, would you say you are a little bit proud also, also of him, and so it's it's nice uh, thinking where is his start and then uh, where he's arrived now. So, and for sure he's not arrived. For sure he can continue and continue to improve uh, year by year, and I'm sure also in these words for the individual pursuit. At the moment, I don't know if I do it or not, but for sure, him can arrive really close to the record because uh, it's really strong uh, and uh, he can do it. And um, how often in one year you, you you train with the national team? Two times, three times per year? Uh, together, well, before the important uh, event like the awards, uh, 
if you think the last time before this week uh, is for the European in uh, February, then I do two efforts alone because uh, the other rider is uh, in Fiorentina for the national. Then altitude. Now I'm going yet in uh, in the track before coming here in Bologna, and uh, now after the Bologna we have a short camp uh, before the world. So it's not a lot of time, but uh, every time when we find together is uh, is nice, no. And not to go think too far down the road because you said you're you're not the the big long face plan sort of guy. You just got done with the altitude camp. You're in Toro Wallonie. Then you're going to a track camp. Then you have the World Championships. Do you are you also planning on doing the Tour of Spain after that, or what is your race program after the World Championships? For sure, yes. After the words uh, I would like, then uh, is the team uh, try to take the decision, the better decision for the better team and uh, best team in uh, for the world. So I would like. I try to show I'm ready to do it, and then uh, we will see. But you know that the world is very hard with a lot of hills. You still want to do this? I can do the Gruppetto eh, without problem. <laughs> I'm happy also my case. Eh? Jeez. I I as a as an ex time trial guy, I I've already said I, I just love watching time trials. I love watching you do time trials. But one of the things that I noticed over the last couple of years was you started using a different brand of wheel called Princeton Carbon Works. And it seems like you've been using them on the track and on the road. Have you had any input in the development of those wheels? Because, you know, they, they didn't have a disc wheel. Then they got a disc wheel. They didn't have a tri-spoke. Now they have a tri-spoke. Are, are you at all involved with the feedback or development of this new these new wheels? Uh, for sure, if you ask uh, Dan, uh, it's, it's better because... Uh... Sometimes uh, I receive uh, the final product. I try in the training before the race, uh, and then when I receive uh, the paper with the right, uh, this wheel is better than this not. I need to choose a choice where is uh, my favorite. No. Also for drive because maybe sometimes it's aerodynamic or have a perfect condition for wind, but maybe the feeling is not the same, uh, and uh, you prefer use a slower or different way. So. Uh, I remember also in the Olympics uh, during the, my uh, TT. I know there is uh, the faster wheels is a little bit more high, but uh, I don't have the great feeling. And I say ah, I prefer use the low profile uh, for the park or something else. In the end, uh, if in the past I use it. The different wheels with more high, I can take the four or five seconds in the race uh, and maybe I finish in the in the bronze medal. But uh, sometimes you take the decision without thinking that, and uh, you say, "Ah, I prefer uh, the feeling." But sometimes it's better uh, or close to the numbers. <laughs> so now, when I listen to you, it sounds like you and Dan are really good combination. You are like Dan speak with the team, and no, it's nice because uh, Dan speak with the team, then uh, team speak 
with my coach and my coach speak with me. Then maybe I have some question and I ask the coach. The coach goes straight away to them, then come back. It's, it's, uh, it's strange, but uh, it's, uh, it's nice because it's like a consultant. I don't know if they make a... Consultant, yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, when uh, when try to take the best material for you and uh, sometimes it's hard because uh, spend a lot of time in the wind tool or in the truck to do the test, uh, I can say for sure I can do it. He have the head, the legs, and the mentality to do it, but uh, for me, it's impossible. I, I'm sorry to keep geeking out on this, but it's not every day that you talk to a, a person that rode a 3D printed bicycle before. Um, yeah. You used one of those in the in the hour record. How does that feel? Does it feel any different than a normal? you know, carbon fiber frame, you know, that's, that's put together in the, the normal way, because you, you kept, you kept coming back to sensation and feeling. I'm wondering what was the sensation and feeling like on a 3d printed bicycle? For sure. The difference. Okay. The, it's a little bit more heavy, but, uh, in the track, I don't think, uh, matter something. So it's, you don't have to do one hour climbs so it's completely flat maybe you go in the corner a little bit high but then you have a speed downhill and you come back uh, faster but it's not uh, it's not easy to explain but for sure it's more stiff and uh, in the corner it's more uh, clean to drive so the corner where you enter in the line for example between the red line to the black line, where you decide to stay, the bike is stiff in this, uh, exactly this point. So without stay stiff for uh, keeping the bike uh, where you want. So it's more uh, easy, but sometimes if you lose a little bit the control, start to move more fast because obviously it's like uh, a race car or the urban car. So. With your work, you can move what you want, but you have the space on the wheels is more uh, softer. You can save more easy. With a race car, uh, if you turn more fast, you can start to do the donuts in the middle of the the time, You know, doing the donuts. I, I, you know, he speaks better English than he he leads on. Doing the donuts, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, I talked about. We talked about that a special bike. Where is it now? Is it uh, back home at your wall above the window or is it with the team? Or do you get a little trophy, a certificate for the hour record? Do you have that at home on display? Uh, if I say, all right, the people to steal or not? Then it's actually too cool. <laughs> yeah. No, at the, at the moment it's in the truck because uh, we try to use it for the words. Uh, so it's in the truck. Uh, I have the first one and the spare bike. Uh, the spare bike I have Fausto to put in the different museum or in uh, for his position. But uh, uh, the, my my first one the is with in the truck with me. Yeah. At the moment, then we will see in the future what can be happen. So maybe if I buy the house, maybe it's nice in the 
in the living room, no? <laughs> so I, I want to wind down with a couple more questions because it seems like you're just all over the shop, biking, 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 biking all the time, different bikes, training camps, wind tunnel testing. What does... What does Top Ghana do in his spare time? Like, what do you do to just relax? Uh, sometimes I will like uh, going holidays, <laughs> and when I do, I do for a long time. So, two weeks uh, for sure, maybe more, and then uh, I like spend the time with the family or with a friend because uh, during the normal years, I don't. I don't meet too much, no. Uh, obviously, we have the in in these worlds. We have uh, in the world of the cycling, you have a lot of friends, but sometimes uh, you have also the friend outside the worlds of the of the cycling. And uh, like now, uh, the twenty seven when I back home, uh, uh, I want to celebrate my birthday, and uh, I know. I have just one of my close friends because uh, two of uh, the other one is uh, is in, like, still working. So one in the middle of Italy, another one uh, work uh, for a, a long to the night. So uh, after when we finish the season for sure, we try to celebrate all together and. Without the without the race and without the camp, without the wind tunnel, without the the training camp or something else, uh, I can spend the time also with uh, with that. So you as Italian, very important question here. When you come home to your parents, your mama, is it pizza or is it pasta? What do you prefer? It depends of the messages sent me before the keep me in the airport or when I arrive at home. So. Tonight, what do you want to eat? And say, I don't know, Mama, it's the same. Uh, pasta is fine, pizza is fine. Also, just uh, meat is fine. You know, just eat the food of the parents is, uh, nowadays, uh, remember you the years uh, when uh, you are more free, when uh, you go just in the school is, uh, is nice, but uh, for sure, uh, before coming here in Valoni, uh, she's prepared the zucchini in the with the pasta, and they say, "Ah, oh, mama, this is my favorite pasta." <laughs> sometimes there's a bolognese, sometimes it's with the pesto, but uh, with the zucchini, it's perfect. Yeah, you Italian guys are so spoiled. I remember going o over to an Italian friend's house, and we went to his mother's house for lunch, and she pulled out the most amazing food and he just kind of sat there like mom it's too much you know i can't eat this all the time and i'm sitting there like whooping it down um i just wish that we had that sort of uh pasta a volonté or all you could eat over here sometimes well i i need to be scared uh, about the question before because i think uh, you like italian upset or not to drink the coffee the cappuccino after the lunch or not no uh, we haven't asked that yet. I mean, we would, you know, we, you know, I know. I, I, I tried to explain uh, this one, uh, G and uh, the wife, but uh, also size is heavy to convince is you can't drink the cappuccino. Maybe the 
caffè macchiato, un little bit coffee with me, but uh, no cappuccino after the lunch. It's impossible. You you disturb myself. You can't do it. <laughs> yeah, I would never ask, uh, think of asking you that question. You know, we've been around, you know, too long to know. But, um, Filippo, you're about to turn 27 years old. You're under contract with Ineos Grenadiers until 2027, I believe. So your future is secure. Your future looks bright. But I'm curious to hear if we had this discussion right you know this month of 2027 what would you like to accomplish between now and then you got so many options but like it it is a difficult sport right there's a lot of things that can happen i i don't know if you've even realized what kind of rider you are yet but yeah i'm curious to hear what would be those little tick marks off your off your list that you would want to accomplish by 2027 uh for sure uh the dream is a lot the dream for a rain to the 27 is a lot but uh the first objective after the olympics is uh for sure the classic the monument race uh, and i i'm for I know 100% I can win everyone because uh, Lombardia, uh, Liege uh, is too much for me, no? But for sure, where I can arrive, like uh, Fiandre, Sanremo, Roubaix, for sure, I fight every year for a title to win that. Then, obviously, I said before, the crystal bubble, I don't have it. And I can see the future, I can see what can be happening, but... Uh, for sure, the classic I want to do, and for sure, before my end of career, I would like also try to best the rainbow jersey also in the in the rain in the road race, and uh, I would like try to do it, and I'm I'm sure also with the national team uh, we have a clean plane uh, for do it, and. Um... Now, with the road uh, individual time trial, there's young talents coming up now, like Remco Evenepoel. What does it take to try to stay ahead of them? More training, smarter training, longer training. There is some young talents pushing now in, in the time trial. Um, what's your answer to them? Uh, I think everyone needs to work uh, with uh, my head because... Uh, I can't. Uh, I can't go to see the other uh, other rider because uh, it's it's quite hard uh, working to think another person is better. Try to work uh, just with uh, my head. Uh, just uh, try to improve my condition. Try to test myself and try to say, okay, this year I'm faster than last year. This year I'm stronger than last year. So it's uh, one job like that. And then uh, obviously we will see what can be happen when uh, there's a fight, like in the world, so the other race. That's what I love about watching time trials. You know, yourself and Stefan Kunga, for example, are very tall. Remco is very small or much smaller than you. Jonas, same thing. Um, but yeah, Filippo, thank you so much for taking time. Uh, it's around dinner time, I'm sure, for you there in, in Belgium for coming on our show, for 
gracing us with your time. You speak very good English. We've learned a couple things. I think uh, the silver bubble, I'm going to start using the silver bubble uh, <laughs> a little bit more. Um, so good luck with the rest of the season with all the things you have going on and look forward to in the future having you back on the show um, once you've accomplished even more of these amazing victories that you've already accomplished. So thank you very much. Yeah, Thank you. Thank you, guys. Maybe I try to have a good microphone like you. Maybe it's better than my iPods. <laughs> yeah, that, that's fancy, isn't it? Look at that. Yeah. I need to ask uh, Aji the, the microphone of G for, uh, for the podcast and maybe yes. I try. He has a podcast. Yes. <laughs> maybe it's better than, than me. Eh? Uh, perfect. Thanks, man. Thanks everyone for listening. Please give us a five-star review and don't forget to share us with your friends. The show was a Velo production in association with Shock Giraffe. The producer was Mark Payne and this episode was edited by Kirk Warner. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bobby and Jens and share your cycling stories with us. If you could win one of Filippo's multiple titles, what would you rather have? the World Hour record, the Olympic gold, or World TT champion? Let us know at Bobby and Jens.